0: Due to the mature content of this program, listener's discretion is advised. Son, we need to have a chat about internet safety. I slowly crumpled onto the floor next to him. His laptop was open, and he was playing Minecraft on a public server. His eyes were locked onto the action. Comments scrolled down the side of the screen in a chat box. "Son, can you stop your game for a minute?" He exited the world, closed the laptop, and looked up at me. "Dad, is this going to be another cheesy, scary story?" What?" I faked hurt feelings for a second and then grinned at him. I thought you'd like my cautionary tales. He grew up listening to my stories about children who encountered witches, ghosts, werewolves, and trolls. Like many generations of parents, I used scary stories to reinforce morals and teach lessons about safety. Single dads like me should use all the parenting tools at their disposal. He scrunched his little face. They were fine when I was six, but now I'm getting older and they don't scare me anymore. They seem kind of silly. If you're going to tell me a story about the internet, can you make it really, really scary? I squinted at him incredulously. He folded his arms. Dad, I'm ten, and I can handle it. Hmm, okay. I'll try. I began. Once upon a time, there was a boy named Colby. His expression indicated that he wasn't impressed with the terror of the introduction. He sighed deeply and settled in for one of Dad's cheesy stories. I continued. Colby went online and joined several children's websites. After a while, he started talking to other kids in-game and on the message boards. He made friends with another ten-year-old boy named Helper23. They liked the same video games and shows. They laughed at each other's jokes. They explored new games together. After several months of friendship, Colby gave Helper-23 six diamonds in a game they were playing. This was a very generous gift. Colby's birthday was coming up and Helper-23 wanted to send him a cool present in real life. Colby figured it wouldn't hurt to give Helper-23 his home address as long as he promised not to tell it to any strangers or grown-ups. Helper-23 swore he wouldn't tell anyone, not even his own parents and set about mailing the package. I paused the story and asked my son, do you think that was a good idea? No, he said, shaking his head vigorously. In spite of himself, he was getting into the story. Well, neither did Colby. Colby felt really guilty about giving away his home address and his guilt began to grow and grow. By the time he put on his pajamas the next night, his guilt and fear were larger than anything else in his life. He resolved to admit the truth to his parents. The punishment would be steep, but it was worth it to have a clear conscience. He squirmed in his bed, and he waited for his parents to tuck him in. My son knew the scary part was coming up. In spite of his tough talk, he leaned forward, wide-eyed. I spoke quietly and deliberately. He heard all the noises of the house. The washing machine bounced around in the laundry room. Branches scraped against the brick outside his room. His baby brother cooed in the nursery, and there were some other noises he couldn't quite pinpoint. Finally, his dad's footsteps echoed down the hall. "'Hey, Dad,' he called out nervously. "'I have something to tell you.' His dad stuck his head in the doorway at a weird angle. In the darkness, his mouth didn't seem to move, and the eyes were all wrong. Yeah, son. The voice was way too off, too. Are you okay, Dad? The boy asked. "Uh Uh-huh, sang the father in this strangely affected voice. Colby pulled the covers up defensively. Um, is Mom around? Here I am! Mom's head popped into the doorway below Dad's. Her voice was an unnatural falsetto. Were you about to tell us that you gave your home address to Helper 23? You shouldn't have done that. We told you never to give out personal information on the internet. She continued. He wasn't really a kid. He just pretended to be one. Do you know what he did? He came to her house, broke in, and murdered both of us just so he could spend time with you. A fat man in a wet jacket emerged in the child's doorway, holding the two severed heads. Colby shrieked and gasped as the man dropped the heads on the ground, unsheathed his knife, and moved into the room to work on the boy. My son screamed, too. He twisted his hands defensively over his face. But we were just getting started with the story. After several hours... The boy was almost dead and his screams had become whimpers the killer noticed the wailing of a baby in another room and removed his knife from colby this was a special treat he had never murdered a baby before and was excited about the prospect helper 23 left colby to die and followed the cries of the house like a homing beacon in the nursery he walked up to the crib picked the baby up and held it in his arms. He moved towards the changing table to get a better look. But as he held the baby, the crying died down. The baby looked up and smiled. Helper 23 had never held a baby, but he gently bounced it in his arms like a pro. He wiped his bloody hands on the blanket so he could stroke the baby's cheek. Hey there, sweet little guy beautiful rage of sadism melted into something warmer and softer. He walked out of the nursery, took the baby home, named him William, and raised him as his very own. After I finished the story, my son was visibly shaken. Between ragged, staccatoed breaths, he stammered, But Dad, my name is William. I gave him a classic dad wink and tousled his hair. Of course it is, son. William ran up the stairs to his bedroom in a fury of sobs. But deep down, I think he liked the story. Hey there, listeners. Is a busy schedule, countless work hours, or just life in general getting in the way of a good read? Well, we've got something special for you. Thanks to our sponsor and partner, Audible... All of you can get a free yes, that's right, free, audiobook if you sign up for Audible's monthly audiobook subscription. And use our link in the description box below, or visit http colon double forward slash forward slash depth of darkness. You'll not only have access to thousands of amazing audiobooks at an insanely good price, but you'll also be supporting our podcast. It's a win-win for everybody. And If you decide to discontinue the monthly subscription, it's no hassle at all. Audible even lets you keep your free audiobook and other books you have in your library. How awesome is that? So head on over to Audible by clicking the link below and get yourself started off with a free audiobook today.